Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. Uh, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. It is uh, 106 in Edmonton. And, uh, yeah, we're just uh, working on uh, something here. Just passing a note along to somebody. Uh, there we go. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one and owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, to talk about tonight's uh, 50-50 for the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, which will honor Joey Moss, uh, in moments, mere moments, we'll hook up with Hall of Fame goaltender and elite golfer Grant Fear, and we'll also get an update from down in Bakersfield as well with Jay Woodcroft. Now you can participate in the show at any time. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over thirty five years, and we're available on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline as well seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and we are going to head off to our Oilers Now headliner for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We welcome back to the show Hall of Fame goaltender Grant Fear. Grant, it's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. How about you? Good. Thank you for taking time to do this. Uh, tonight, we honor Joey Moss as part of the Oilers Community Foundation, and uh, uh, the Edmonton Down Syndrome uh, Group is, is one of the charities that will be benefiting. Special Olympics is another. I, I, I'm pretty sure you were with us a couple of years ago when we had uh, the dinner in Edmonton for the Iron and Frost Gala that recognized Joey, and uh, Steve Moss uh, spoke that night. We lost Steve uh, about uh, six months after to uh, he passed away. Away, uh, after a battle with brain cancer, and of course now we've lost Joey. When I when I mention uh, Joey Moss to you and how special he was to your team, uh, what, what what do you think of right away when you think of Joey? Well, I think he was the life of our dressing room. 
I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things is it didn't matter how we played, whether we were bad, good. He was always the life of the dressing room, and it was fun. It was fun to see him every day, and I think the guys look forward to that. And you know, you guys had you guys had a tremendous amount of success back then. The one thing that I noticed, even you know, from when I started full time with the Oilers back in two thousand eight, was just you know there was some there were some hard miles, and even your team had some some tough games. And he seemed to be able to bring your group up, didn't he? Oh, he did. I mean. It was hard to have a bad day with Joey around, and I think that was the fun part. I mean, even when I went through my suspension, I got to see Joey every day, and that, it was definitely a bright spot at that time for me. So I looked, I looked forward to seeing Joey every time I came back to Edmonton. Did you ever wrestle him? Because I know he loved to wrestle. Sometimes he'd wrestle George LaRock. Sometimes he'd wrestle Dustin Penner. Uh, those guys are a little bit out of your weight class, but did you ever end up uh, putting on the silks and away you go? Oh, hell no. I mean, I watched him wrestle Marty, so when he can handle Marty, then you know that he's in a better weight class than I am. Uh, how about this, Grant? I have been texting a guy named Jeff for the last four years that has your old number. That is hilarious. Oh, beautiful. We'll have to talk after the show. Uh, he's just been kind enough to pass the note along with me. So it, it is a special night, uh, a special night for Joey. Uh, and it, it just sort of, uh, you know, re, I guess, re-impresses just the importance of your time that you spent here in town with the Oilers organization uh, over the years that they're you know we, we've had the one for John Muckler as well yeah you, again you on that 1990 team that ultimately was Bill Ranford's year and then you were back in there in between the the pipes in uh, 1991 we've lost some real uh, uh real uh Oilers here over the last uh, couple of a couple of years haven't we in terms of guys that really were special personalities Unfortunately, yes. I mean, Muck was a great man. Like, yeah, he was a hard coach, but at the same time, he made us better people. And Joey was the same thing. He made us all better. So, yeah, it's tough losing guys like that. Uh, that's awesome. You getting any golf in lately, Grant? Well, that's all there is to do down here in California right now. I mean, <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for golf, it'd be pretty boring right now. Is, is this where I tell you that we've just gone through a stretch of about uh, minus 27 to minus 28 uh, every day for about the last week plus? They just wrapped up Brent Saken, uh, former winner Kyle Brodziak, and a whole bunch of uh, other individuals, 40-plus individuals on the ice, racked up over 242 straight hours of playing in minus 27 to minus 35 weather. It's <laughs> all there is to do in Kelly right now is play a little bit of golf. I guess it's all about perspective, eh? Uh, right now it's perspective. I was following that game on social media, so what a phenomenal job those guys have done. But, yeah, I mean, down here with things, we're pretty much about as locked down as you guys are up there. So I get to watch hockey at night, and I get to play golf in the morning, so I can't really complain about life right now. Uh, the orders now have Miko, Miko Koskinen, but they got Mike Smith back. He's 38. Uh, you know him a bit, obviously. Uh, you know, he spent a lot of time down in Arizona. At one time, you were involved with that organization. Uh, guy's an incredible athlete, isn't he? He is. I mean, I, and he's a calming influence. I mean, I think, I know at the beginning of the people, at the beginning of the season, people were kind of skeptical whether a 38-year-old could play or not. But he's relatively healthy, and I think it's a, a veteran guy like that's a steadying influence, and it also helps Miko. I mean, Sometimes having that influence behind you is like a security blanket, and it just makes you a better goalie. 
I know you had 13 assists one season. Uh, I, I don't know if you – do you think you move the puck as well as Mike Smith does? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I, mean, I I got smart enough I could kick rebounds into the right places, and we just happened to play an offensive game, so that's where I ended up with points. But, no, Smitty's as good a puck handler as I've ever seen. What does that mean to a defense, do you think, when you have a goaltender that's basically a third D-man back there and teams are directing puck? I mean, it's a, you know, the other night in Montreal, I think they fired 26 shots from him sort of outside the slot. It's basically a turnover when you're doing that to Smith because he can turn around and outlet the puck or put it in the right spot to one of his defensemen, can he? It is. I mean, I, well, that's why they put the trapezoid in is because guys like Mike Smith, Marty Brodeur, are such good puck handlers that it was an advantage for a team to have a goalie like that. So it takes a lot of pressure off your defensemen where teams have to focus on how they're going to dump the puck and they can't be as aggressive for checking. So it's a great thing to have. We're joined right now by Hockey Hall of Famer Grant Fuhrer. He is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, Grant, uh, so you mentioned the fact that it's going to help Miko Koskinen as well. And, and for me, part of the thing with Koskinen, I, I always try to make it down. Like if it's a 10.30 morning skate, I want to be down at 10.10. I want to see the work that Dustin Schwartz is doing with the goalie goat, or with the goalies. Uh, and, and I think Miko Koskinen is one of those guys that has to practice. It, does every goaltender have to practice, or are there some guys that could just be locked in and maybe don't need as much work? What do you uh, think? Some guys, some guys don't like to practice. I was always a guy that liked to practice. I, you'd feel better putting the gear on every day and going out and doing some work. So it's kind of up to the individual, and goalie coach has to figure out what works, Where whether it's too much work, not enough work. you got to find the balance in that. We're, we're joined by Hockey Hall of Famer Grant Fear. Grant, Evan Bouchard can absolutely shoot the pill. He can pound the puck. Is that frustrating for goaltenders to deal with in practice when a guy's ripping them like that? I mean, I, and I, don't get me wrong. I realize you want to simulate NHL game speed and everything else. But is, is, is you know, was there, first of all, when you, I'm just trying to think of when you played on the Oilers, who had, uh, I'm thinking of the Hall of Fame, who, I mean, obviously Messi had a terrific snapshot. Uh, Wayne knew where to put the puck. Uh, but who, who, who shot the puck the hardest? And was there anybody that you, you were kind of like, you know, geez, I'd wish he'd lay off the heat a bit here in practice once in a while. Uh, Risto Silton probably shot the puck the hardest. Yeah. But he also they also like to get it a little higher than most, too. So he was the one guy in practice that you were wary of just in case. But no, you want guys to shoot the hardest because you want game situations. So yeah. you're, we're never afraid of a guy shooting it hard. I mean, I, playing with Al McInnes in St. Louis, he shot it as hard as anybody I've seen, but he was respectful. It was usually from the waist down. So right. he wanted him to shoot it hard. Did anybody ever fire? I know that Bobby Hall, uh, his first shot on goal in a game, and this is during a time in which a lot of goaltenders did not wear masks, by the way, may I add. He liked to wire uh, one, a high hard one, you know what I mean? Make the goaltender think about it, and then he'd start shooting low after that. Did you ever have to talk to a guy? Like, Did you ever talk to Risto and say, hey, dude, keep your shot down? No, you want him to... Game situation, so I didn't really care where they shot it. I mean, you just had you knew guys' tendencies, so you could prepare for it. In a game, you can't really prepare for it, but in practice, you can prepare for it and maybe cheat a little, stand up a little higher, a little taller, knowing that it's going to go a little higher. Hmm, interesting. Hey, today's Craig Simpson's birthday. Is he one of the more underrated members of the Edmonton Oilers? Do you think? Yeah, I think some are. 
there's a guy that paid a price in front of the net when you actually had to pay a price to stand there. I mean, if you look at today's game, you can stand in front of the net, and it's a pretty easy job right now. Still, guys don't like to do it, but Simmer had to stand there when it was a tough game to be in front of the net. And a great goal scorer with great hands that never got a lot of credit for it. Clutch guy too, eh? I mean, I'm thinking back to the, the you know, 1988-1990 you guys take out Boston, you beat the Bruins in four and a half in 1988 because of the, the game that got cancelled the night the lights went out then again in uh, 1990 in five games and the Oilers dominated Boston out, outshot him 21-8. He had 31 points that year in the playoffs. Like, he was money. Quiet points. I mean, that's the best part is he never really got credit for it. You look at all the talent that we had, but guys like Simmer and Kenny Linsman and guys like that didn't get credit for the contributions that they made. Yeah, different era with Kenny. He was a guy that could get underneath your skin a bit, eh, Grant? Oh, yeah. You love to have guys like that on your team, but you hated to play against them. Did he now? So he wins a cup with you guys, you know, the first cup in 83 84. People forget he had 10 goals in the playoffs that year, Grant. What, was he a pain in the butt to play with after he left? Like when he ended up playing with Boston afterwards, was he a guy that would still uh, e- e- uh, be completely willing to antagonize his former winner teammates? Oh, yeah. Well, Kenny was all about the team he was playing on. So you, you knew playing against him that he was going to be annoying, but that was half the fun. I mean, yeah. I think you develop you develop friendships and stuff, and you know what a guy's like, and he's not going to change just because you were friends. So that makes it fun that way. So you might have been one of the most laid-back goaltenders in NHL history, Grant. Was there anybody that kind of, you know, once in a while you wanted to chop as they were cruising? Like, I don't know how much you played against, well, I guess against Buffalo you would have played against Claude Lemieux. I don't know if by that point he was in Montreal or New Jersey. But I, I'm thinking, was there anybody that kind of frustrated you a little bit? with guys who were irritating after a while. Thomas Holstrom was one of them. He used to like to bump India. Dino Cicerelli was tough to play against. Dougie Gilmore was always fun to play against because he was always talking to you and falling on you. So, but Thomas was probably the most annoying of the group. And yeah, he'd kind of back his butt into guys, wouldn't he? And then he, he, he was, I just remember, there, there's one, there's a famous video with him, Grant, where somebody's chirping him and he, he, he makes some comment and the guy goes, is that all you got? And then, <laughs> and Holmstrom's like, that's, what am I going to do? Beat you up? I can't beat you up. That is all I got. So, interesting guy. Anyways, Grant, look, we appreciate you coming on. I, 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 again, I don't think there's any way we can kind of impress upon people more what Joey Moss meant to your group of players uh, during, and, and throughout uh, his time with the Edmonton. He was a truly special dude, wasn't he? He was a truly special guy and for all the visiting teams as well. I, I think everybody in the league looked forward to seeing Joey. I mean, it, he's one of those special people that you enjoyed seeing every day. Awesome stuff, Grant. Much appreciated. Thank you for taking time to join us here on Oilers Now. Always my pleasure, Bob. There you go. That is Grant Fuhr. It is 119 in Edmonton. Grant Fuhr is our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K, today. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, but outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. And Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. I'm in a 2021 F-150. I will tell you that Ford is uh, built for you. Uh, the truck I'm in is loaded. It's got it all, man. Great navigation system, the big screen, all that kind of fun stuff. And thankfully... 
Uh, they've got a guy down at Brent Ridge that helps uh, a neophyte like me out uh, by the name of Johnny, who spent some time to make sure I understand how everything works. So let Johnny, Uncle Milt, Rich, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand. Uh, you can reach them at one 877 477 or visit BrentRidge.com. It is family day. The Edmonton Oilers play the Winnipeg Jets, and when we come back, we'll get to some of your... T- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And our North Division report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Mike Smith versus the reigning Vezina Trophy winner Connor Hellebuck. That's the goaltending matchup tonight as we go into our North Division report at 123 in Edmonton. Our North Division report is brought to you three times a week by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Toronto Maple Leafs continue to lead the way in uh, the Northern Division uh, with a record of 11-3-1. Of course, they lost to the Canadians the other night. Canadians getting a late one from Edmonton-born Vancouver Rays. Brendan Gallagher, Montreal second with 20 points at 9-4-2. The Edmonton Oilers currently sit third. Uh, at nine and seven, they're six and one in their last seven games. However, they have played two more games in both Winnipeg and Calgary. Oilers are a point up on the Jets, so this game tonight and Wednesday night are huge in terms of the uh, North Division. Uh, Winnipeg has a record of eight five and one for seventeen points. Calgary has a record of seven six and one for fifteen points. Both Winnipeg and Calgary two games on hand on the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Flames losing to Vancouver 3-1 on Saturday night. Canucks ending a six-game winless streak. Vancouver, by the way, 7-11 overall in the season through 18 games. They've actually played two more games than the Oilers, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. And uh, Ottawa Senators, interesting team. Vancouver is 3-0 against them. The Oilers are 4-0 against them. But the Ottawa Senators have beaten Toronto, Montreal, and Winnipeg this season. That is our North Division report, again, brought to you daily by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. As we go into the Ashley Fine Floors text line, again, you can reach us at any time, 780-496-0063. This text comes in, Bob, regarding John Shannon, bold. Nikolai Ehlers being the the second best player from the 2014 draft. Well, the general consensus, obviously, is that Leon Dreisaitl is number one. I mean, Leon has won a Hart Trophy, won the scoring race last year. He's the only player in the NHL to have over 100 points over the last uh, two seasons. Of course, the 50-goal season, him and Alexander Ovechkin two years ago, nobody got to 50 last year. 
uh, during the pandemic shortened season. Ehlers has been really good against the Edmonton Oilers during the course of his career. He's got six goals, 15 points in 16 games, a four-time 20-goal score. He's, I think this year, many that have sort of watched the Jets and follow the Jets on a game-by-game basis uh, would tell you that he has probably been their best player. There's been some criticism directed the way of Blake Wheeler, who is minus nine so far this season, but he has had a couple 91-point seasons during his career. Of course, Shifley is uh, unquestionably a first-line center. We should mention uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois will not play tonight for Winnipeg, though he is on the trip. A uh, guy that had 49-point season last year for Columbus after a 61-point campaign. Campaign. Patrick Liney, by the way, uh, getting dropped by Brandon Hagel, the former Red Deer Rebel, the other night. That was pretty interesting. Jets have got a lot. When they get Dubois up and running, Shifley, Dubois, and Lowry at center. That's an impressive trio with size. Um, Winnipeg's a little light on D, though Pionk, I think, you know, it's kind of interesting. Jacob Truba signed a huge deal, forced to trade out of Winnipeg, went to the Rangers. I'd suggest you Kevin Shevoldayoff did a pretty good job there getting the former uh, Minnesota Duluth Bulldog, Neil Pionk. He's just 25 years of age, 45 points uh, last season. A little small. Him and Morrissey, smaller defenseman. Morrissey can play a lot of minutes. Uh, Morrissey's had back-to-back 31-point campaigns. He's a teammate of Leon Settle with both Prince Albert and Kelowna. Real smart player. Uh, but those guys can both move the puck. And they play in the Jets' top four. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063, our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh, and he says, uh, this text comes in to us from Fear of the Fin, the San Jose Sharks fan. He says, Bob, Alexi Melnichuk of the San Jose Sharks leads the NHL with a perfect uh, save percentage. And my source, Bob, is NHL.com. Oh, I did not know that, so thank you for that. Did not know that. And, uh, again, keep texting us at any time at 780-496-0063. Bob, did Grant Fear ever have Tiger Williams snap his goalie mask into his face? Urban legend has it that Tiger pulled Grant's mask uh, off his face and then let go. This was behind the... You know what? We'll have to ask that the next time we get Grant on the show. I don't ever recall that happening. Uh, by the way, uh, Maldichuk only faced five shots on goal. Just got the update there. Uh, and Brian says, Bob, I have so much admiration for the group that just completed the record se- uh, setting longest, uh, uh, game out at Shakers Acres. Uh, just a thought, seeing these people are contributing to a wonderful cause. Why wouldn't an indoor facility be arranged? The weather was brutal this year. Uh, that one comes to us for Brian, from Brian. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe we'll, we'll look into it. I, I, I think that's part of the whole deal is, you know, trying to play that world longest game and doing it outside again. 252 consecutive hours. When we come back, an update from the American Hockey League. They're off to a tough start on the farm. We'll talk to head coach Jay. Woodcroft after a global news weather traffic update with Bobby Farian. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.